0: best reality the podcast for anyone who wants to turn their dream life into reality my name's talia louise and i'm an actor and model and someone who is persistent on being my own best life coach everyone these days wants to be a life coach for everyone else but what about yourself join with pauline seaton the best spiritual life coach i know today we are going to cover the topics of what an identity is and how it affects your life in a positive or negative way We're also going to touch on what your true values are and with the awareness how it enables you to be your own best life coach. So here we are again. Welcome back, Pauline. Let's jump in.
1: What is an identity? Thank you, Talia. What is an identity? Okay, an identity is what drives you. When you learn how to drive, you must concentrate on what you do, where you put your feet in your hands. You're in the process of creating an identity. Over time, it becomes automatic. At times you can find you have driven from A to B without even thinking about it. An identity of a driver has now been created. You have now stored a memory in the subconscious. So whenever you drive a car, it's all done automatically. It's a learnt behavior. It's like when you learn to dance, play a sport, learn to read, learn to walk. These are all positive identities. Something that you've done over and over until you perfect it and you're able to do it automatically without even thinking. So just to clear
0: any confusion there, what's the difference between a self-image and an identity?
1: Okay, a self-image is an image that you create in your mind about yourself, which then creates an identity. A self-image is a picture that you have created in the subconscious about yourself, where an identity is who you are, how you act, by the way you think about yourself and the way you view the world and the characteristics that you define. Identities are created by experiences in life and how you viewed those experiences, whether negative or positive. So for instance, you're saying
0: like being a dancer is an identity because it's something you've learned to do. Whereas like the self-talk statement of it would be, I'm a good dancer, which then you have a picture in your head of being a dancer, but that triggers the subconscious, all the dance steps automatically allowing you to dance really without thinking.
1: Yeah, Exactly. An identity is something that you've learned and don't have to think about when you're doing it. It just comes naturally.
0: So similar to the self-talk and self-image, you've got a positive and
1: negative. There's a positive
0: and negative in identities as well, correct?
1: Yeah, we do, Talia. A positive identity is constructive. It affirms something positive and has a positive outcome. Positive identities are created by an experience that is for your higher good and makes you feel really good. A negative identity is where you create something negative that you act out unconsciously. It is something that creates unwanted outcomes. Negative identities are unknowingly created via an upset where you are triggered, feel down in the mouth, so to speak. It's the forming of qualities, beliefs, and expressions that make a person. The quality of an identity can be creative or destructive.
0: Right, so similar to what we said last week, we obviously don't want to change the positive because that's giving us positive outcomes. Therefore, let's only focus on the negative. So how do we create these negative identities?
1: As I just mentioned negative identities are created in an upset where a person suddenly overwhelmed by some circumstance something triggers them to a feeling and decision that's not for their highest good so let me give you an example you purchase a block of land to build your dream home you pay a deposit before all the appropriate paperwork has been completed to your shock that builder whom you trusted went into liquidation and you ended up losing all your deposit this is an upset that will trigger off a negative identity towards loss of money. Without clearing this identity, you could go on to create more loss around money the rest of your life.
0: On that note, we are going to cover more about money and finances in our next podcast. So jumping back to negative identity, So what you're saying is pretty much they kind of come from the subconscious. They're not something that we necessarily think of and
1: it just happens. Exactly. They're automatic. You don't think of them. Remember what I'd said before, one of those five senses, so you hear something, see something, smell something, touch something, triggers it off, and when it triggers it off, you go in and it finds the matching information. When you hear a particular song, you'll automatically go to the memory of what that song reminded you of and feel those feelings that the song brings to the surface, Talia.
0: Now, I think that's something everyone listening should relate to. There's always a song that reminds you of someone or something or some night Um, I mean, it even happened to me last week. I've got like a friend that's over East and, uh, she was in a car literally just driving home. And then this song came on that reminded her of, of me and she got quite upset because we haven't seen each other for a while. So that's a prime example of hearing that song and feeling the feelings that you feel, um, that, that probably were underneath and underlying, but it brought to the surface just from hearing that.
1: That's a great example talia of an identity something that she heard reminded her brought up all those emotions and all those feelings that she wasn't aware they were even there at that time so okay where do we
0: first even start to create these identities i mean they're so powerful but where do they actually start
1: we start to form identities from the time we are born some positive identities are how a baby learns to smile sit walk talk and play Going back to the family system, the family you grew up in would have created you to form both negative and positive identities. It's not who you are, however, when a person attaches a negative identity to themselves, it becomes such a part of them that you believe it to be true about yourself. It does not matter how long you have had an unwanted identity nor how or why it came into being, it can be isolated and it can be discreated. All unwanted identities were created in time of upset.
0: So pretty much what you're saying is we can't even exist without them.
1: Yeah, you can't operate in life without an identity. You are identified from the moment you're born. A name, an occupation, sports person, a nurse, a student, etc. We operate through an identity and we are unable to distinguish them from the real us. Therefore, it appears to be a part of us. Hence, this is who we are. You are identified by what you create for yourself. You create positive identities so you can achieve your goals and purpose in life. Your happiness depends on this, Talia.
0: Yeah, I've got a great example for that. A story I heard a little while ago There was... Um a man that had a quite high profile career um, in a sporting industry and he, and he had an um, accident so with this accident he pretty much couldn't continue on in his career and, and he he absolutely lost himself and didn't know what to do because he created such a strong identity around this career um, that he believed that's all he was and who he was so I can really understand and relate to that especially after hearing that story and you know on saying that note I, I hear it from actors all the time when they're, when they're acting they're just in this high prime and then when they're not acting they kind of lose themselves and they lose their their joy in life but it's like you've got to find different identities which brings me to similar to what we were saying about last week with with different identities it comes different circumstances so it's kind of depending what's been triggered off
1: yeah when a negative identity is triggered off you could automatically start acting out the feelings of the identity say it's anger fear anxiety grief it just comes from nowhere whatever feeling that was triggered off in the upset
0: I get that now because the very thing that we're trying to resist persists and it ends up controlling us and causing us more grief in our lives yeah
1: so what are your personal values and why do they even matter personal values are the things that are important to us the characteristics and behaviors that motivate us and guide us in our decisions values are very important when it comes to identities if you don't know what your values are then you can't create the happy harmonious life you deserve you learn most of your values by what you were taught growing up values Beliefs of what you believe to be true, what you value for yourself, and what you love doing.
0: I'm glad that we're diving into this because values is a really good topic to cover as well because I know a lot of people that actually don't even know their values. So, back to covering about the values. If you value honesty and you believe in being honest wherever possible, therefore you would think that it's important to say what you really think.
1: Exactly. Say you value kindness and you jump at the chance to help people and you're generous in giving your time, your resources to worthy causes or to family and friends. Everyone has their own personal values and they can be quite different. Some people are competitive, some people value adventure while others prefer security. If you valued adventure, you most probably feel tied down if your family and friends preferred you to do something safe rather than skydiving or other adrenaline filled experiences. If you value security, you prefer to be in a stable job with a nice home in the suburbs.
0: Yeah, I can really relate to that because I'm someone who definitely values adventure and and lots of people kind of can't understand why I haven't settled down or why you haven't bought a house or why you're not doing this.
1: Because for me currently, that's not one of my values. Values matter because you're likely to feel better if you're living according to your values. Everybody's different and what makes one person happy may leave another feeling anxious or disengaged. Finding your personal values and living by them can help you to feel more fulfilled and to make choices that make you happy, even if they don't make sense to other people.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. But I've been talking to a lot of people and a lot of people actually don't even know what their values are. And even when I say like, what are your values? They're kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like, So how do you define your personal values?
1: Okay, you define your personal values, but what makes you feel good? What I mean by makes you feel good is the characteristics or ways of behaving that creates a positive feeling in you. Negative emotions can also be a good guide to your values. When you have felt disappointed in yourself, you are not aligning yourself with your values and that's telling you, hey, hang on, I'm not doing what I really love. Okay, so once again, it's that time where Pauline's created
0: some exercises. So she's written out the questions, going to ask me and I have to answer them. Thanks, lucky me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you guys have them on Facebook group, Dreams vs. Reality. So if you do want to check them out, have a look.
1: Okay, number one, what's important to you in life?
0: For me, honesty is a huge thing. Um, Loyalty, uh, adventure, and to love what I do, whether it's, you know, in a daily, you know, just day off or in my career, I've always got to love what I do.
1: Number two, if you could have any career without worrying about money or other practical constraints, what would you do? I'd have
0: my own TV show to, like, just teach and, you know, I like that one. Julia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you're reading new stories, what sort of story or behavior tends to inspire you?
0: I never watch the news because for me, I think it's very negative and I think it puts quite a bit of a downer on the mood or on yourself. So um, for me, I never do that. But reading wise, I think I read mainly only self-development stuff or anything I, I want to learn from people. So it's it's all like, you know, true things, not necessarily stories
1: okay what type of story or behavior makes you angry I get really worked
0: up for lying like even if someone hasn't lied to me if they've lied to someone else that's like a huge thing for me um and also like abuse to animals or people and like children especially that one winds me up
1: too Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah what do you want to change about yourself um for me
0: being able to learn to relax like I struggle relaxing I just want to like when I do relax, it's kind of I'm constantly thinking what I could be doing, so therefore I'm not really really relaxing.
1: Okay, next one, Talia. What are you most proud of?
0: I'm proud of a bit. Um, I think it's really important that everyone should be proud of themselves for for each each year, even in life and and the little things as well. Me and my friend used to, I run a little little night that we would sit down and, and talk about all the things we're proud of, but. For me, things that jumped to my mind is probably like going to Whopper. That was a big thing for me, um, moving to Sydney on my own and living alone um, and traveling in Europe on my own. Just learning that independence, I thought was something I was really proud of. Hmm.
1: When were you at your happiest? I'm probably at my
0: happiest traveling and discovering new places or being on set and working as an actor or model. Like I just get, I get energized from that. And actually as well, being with my friends and family, I, I gather a lot of energy and
1: feel great at that time too. It's possible to characterise beliefs into different types of values, a value that relates to happiness, wealth, career, success or family. A person must be able to articulate their values in order to make clear, rational, responsible and consistent decisions. So how do you prioritise your personal values? Prioritising your values can help you get even closer to defining what's important to you. If you value honesty, health, kindness or adventure, it doesn't give a clear direction. For example, health at the top of your list. You need to define what health means to you, say like a daily exercise routine or cutting out the junk food. I think that's a good point because
0: it's what it means to you because what health means to me is probably going to be very different to Pauline, to the next person, to the next person. So I think that's a really strong point, what it means to you, not to everyone
1: else. Exactly. Um, If adventure's at the top, you could plan a holiday to somewhere exotic. Prioritising helps you to ensure that you're spending them on the most important things that you have the biggest payoff in your life. If you're living according to your values in your life, you will find that your career choices reflect your values. Your activities outside of work reflect your values too. So Talia, are you spending time on things that matter to you?
0: I know for me that I live every day doing what I love and some people really can't understand my lifestyle or, or they question me a lot about what I should be doing, I shouldn't be doing. Um, but for me, I believe I wake up every day and, and plan one thing that I know is gonna absolutely make me really happy, whether it's just a walk on the beach or you know, whether it's a goal to pursue for the next year or whatever it is. So for me, I definitely feel that I'm always spending my time on what matters to me and the things that I like instead of the things I don't like.
1: Okay, so I can hear that you're putting your values up front for you. That's great. Yeah, 100%. If not, guys, it's time to get back on track. You should end up with a long list of possible actions for each value. The next step is to make them into goals for the next week, month, year, and perhaps even longer. If you already have goals that you've set before, you'll also need to take one additional step. For each goal, ask yourself whether it aligns with any of your personal values. If not, why are you doing it? Unless there's a very good practical reason, delete it and focus instead on the new goals that you do help you live to according your values.
0: Yeah, and with goals, I think it can be quite overwhelming sometimes to plan a goal for a year or two years because it's like, how am I ever going to get there? So in that case, start small and then slowly work yourself up because you do need to dream big. But if it feels too big straight away, then start small and work yourself up because again, your self-talk, those images, they'll start to get bigger and bigger, which will give you more confidence in that area. So that pretty much wraps us up for today's podcast on identities and values. I would like to let you know, though, that Pauline runs a more in-depth workshop on identities and values. So for more information, please head to the Facebook group Dreams First Reality. For me, I've learned so much and I know that I surround myself with my goals. I, I write them out daily. I have a vision board that I see every day. I'm visualizing every day. And I know this sounds so much, but... You do it once, you do it twice, you do it three times and all of a sudden it, it does become a habit and now it's ingrained and it's a positive identity within me. So similar to brushing your teeth, you know, it's it's an identity. You just do it. You Sometimes you're not even thinking about it. You know, you don't go, oh, I've got to go up, down, around and around. It's an identity. So that kind of is a positive identity in me that I look at my goals, I look at my vision board and I visualize daily. So even when you don't feel like doing it, you just do because it has a positive outcome and, and it's already ingrained in there. So talking about those habits, that brings us to the next week's podcast, which is going to be all about your habits and also touching on your finances. As always, all exercises created by Pauline are available on our Facebook group. Remember to share your answers or anything that you discovered that you weren't aware of.
1: Each week, I mention if you have any questions on the podcast, I'm happy to help. Just go to Dreams vs Reality Facebook group.
0: Any feedback would be great. Other than that, stay motivated and remember your dreams can be your reality. Bye for now.